Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. We have a little bit of an interview edition for you all. We're only a few weeks away from the 2023 NFL Draft officially kicking off. So I have with me today Mr. Tariq Bracey, who is a star defensive back out of the University of Notre Dame. Very battle-tested this past year. Saw some slot receivers like Jackson Smith and Jigba, Joshua Downs, some of the premier wide receivers in the class, and he... Did. I wouldn't even say hold his own. I think he excelled with the schedule that was put out this year. Tariq, I appreciate you for hopping in, man. I know it's very busy for you. You got the pro day tomorrow, rest of the process, team visits, all that great stuff, man. But thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me, Ryan. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, absolutely, brother. So, uh, Tariq, I kind of wanted to start you out just a little bit of a general question about how you ended up in Notre Dame, and then we'll really get obviously into the bulk of your five-year career. So, I know you were a California guy originally. Ended up at Notre Dame. Just take me through briefly, just what was it about the Irish that stood out coming out of high school and why ultimately you made the decision to go to South Bend? Um, so uh, I made the decision to come to South Bend after, I think it was year 2017. Um, the It was a game. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble remembering. It was USC versus Notre Dame. So, okay. Yeah. And just being out there and the environment and just everything about Notre Dame just was real eye-opening for me. And I was just like, you know, this is this is where I want to be. This is, you know, somewhere I, I can see myself playing at. And on top of that, you know, just the education part about it, you know, because, you know, football doesn't always, it, you know, it, last, it doesn't last forever. So I was just, I was thinking about the education part of it too, you know, and just wanted to have the best opportunity for me after football as well. For sure. For sure. And kind of just, I guess, looking back a little bit, I mean, spending five years with the program, obviously being a graduate of the university of Notre Dame, everybody knows about the connections that the alumni have together, obviously in that Rolodex that you guys get, but just kind of looking back at your five years there, man, some of your favorite moments. I know you were obviously part of two coaching staffs and a lot of victories, obviously, during your time. What are maybe some of the, the your favorite accomplishments during your five years? Um, obviously, you know, graduating was a big accomplishment for myself. Um, being able to have two bowl games under my belt, win two bowl games. I wish, you know, we could have won a national championship, but it is what it is. But, um, you know, those are some of my biggest accomplishments. Love it, man. I love it. And obviously now everyone's excited about the Marcus Freeman era that continues to move forward. You only, I, I mean, you were two years under him because he was your defensive coordinator before mm-hmm. that. But just how, how much should Notre Dame fans be looking forward to the next step for Marcus Freeman? Like, where do you think that he has the potential to take the program? Um, just like, you know, every other coach, they have a chance to make it to the playoffs, you know, have a shot for a national championship and, you know, I think he's bringing in a lot of recruits that can can help with that. You know, so yeah, it should be an exciting few years for for the program. 
And I, I really want to hit on your career, obviously, a little bit, Tariq, because you played a lot early. You played consistently throughout your career. And then, obviously, you got the COVID year, so you got that extra year for the fifth year. 2021, I thought you played very well. And, but then 2022, I thought you really took your game to an even higher level and ended your career off at the on the highest note. So just kind of looking back, man, at, I guess, your last couple years, what do you feel like was – the I guess the key source for like such heavy improvement over the last couple of years and obviously ending your career off on the right note? Uh, you know, just staying in the film room and, you know, watching a lot of film and also just working on my craft. Any anytime extra that I had, you know, I just try to stay in the film room or, you know, get an extra lift in. So really just putting the extra hours, I think is what helped me. I was able to see the results from that. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, betonline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And I, I know that you were, again, like I said in the intro, you were very battle-tested this past year. I thought you had a phenomenal season. You saw guys like Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Joshua Downs, Zay Flowers was on the, on the schedule, obviously, as well. So, I mean, you're working against a lot of receivers that, you know, they can move around and everything, but we know the majority of their impact is from the slot, the position that you obviously manned this past year. Yeah. How, how much do you think just seeing that type of talent on a week-to-week -week basis from an opponent perspective how much has that prepared you for this next step transition to the NFL? Yeah, you know, the the receivers you named, you know, they're really good, really talented, you know, NFL caliber receivers. And, you know, we knew that coming in and I was, you know, just stayed prepared and, you know, didn't let that phase me. And, you know, I was just, yeah, I was just, I was just ready. How oh, <laughs> I explain, you know, just, I'm, um, I'm a competitor too, so when you know my name is called, you know I'm ready to compete and you know do make the best of it. And I want to ask you a little bit about the cornerback room at Notre Dame because I feel like people are really going to start talking about this on a year-to-year -year basis now because obviously Cam Hart went back to school, obviously dealing with the shoulder injury. Benjamin Morrison was a freshman All-American, obviously yourself in the slot. 
Mike Mickens has obviously developed a great reputation as a developer, even back to his time at Cincinnati. How good do you feel like that room is going to continue to be? And how proud are you to be a part of that groundwork for really turning that cornerback room into potentially one of the best in college football over the next couple of years? Uh, yeah, you know, it's very exciting to, to see the, um, the young guys develop and, you know, really play and ball out. So, um, yeah, you know, we got a lot of talent in the secondary at Notre Dame. And I think, you know, it's just getting started. And like you said, you know, I think, you know, they can be a, a, a great cornerback group in college football for next year's coming. So, yeah. yeah, it's really exciting, you know, be a part of that and, you know, see where it goes. And your relationship with Coach Mickens, obviously, I'm sure that he had a big part in, you know, just continuing your development over the last couple of years. What was it about maybe his teaching or his tutelage or your relationship together that you feel like you really kind of that you really gravitated towards and helped you to obviously reach the level that you got to this this past season? Uh, yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he he helped me just um, just learn how to, you know, watch film a little better. Um he he just was you know someone that was in my corner, and I and I just you know learned to buy in and we developed a good relationship and and I was just you know I was in his room all the time just watching film and you know breaking down um, tendencies from offenses so yeah you know he's been a, a big part of my uh, success as well. And, and I know, obviously, Tariq, you, you had your biggest impact as a nickel this past year. But I even look back to, like, the BYU game where you start off the game playing outside corner and you have the big interception to start that football game out. And you played a lot of outside corner during the course of your Notre Dame career. I know a lot of teams are going to view you inside in the slot for, you know, for, you know, the film that you had and the excellent film that you had. But how much do you feel like it, it – I guess the versatility that you have to be a little bit of an inside out player can help your, um, can help your process to the next level. Yeah. I just, you know, that was the big part about it too, you know, being able to play outside and inside just to show my um, versatility and my senior year um, at Notre Dame, I also played a little bit of safety as well in the Virginia tech game. So I just wanted to show, you know, I can play multiple positions in the secondary and, um, and I'm coachable. So, yeah. And how has the process been overall for you? Where have you been training at? And just how much have you been, I guess, enjoying tackling the draft process, which I know can be very hectic and crazy at times. Uh, yeah. So um, I've been training at Cal Strength in Los Gatos, California. Nice. And um, yeah, so I've been out there the whole time and it's been, it's been good. You know, it's been raining out a lot. But um, other than that, you know, the weather was pretty solid and it's, you know, good being back at home and being able to train. So, yeah, it was it's good. It's been good. And I guess my, my question about training would be like, what does a typical day look for you? Because I, I feel like people that don't really tap into the NFL draft space a lot. They just think that you're just running 40s all day, doing the broad. And, like, obviously you're doing the combine testing stuff, right? Like, you're doing that for the pro day. But also, you know, the mental side, interview prep. Like, what what does a typical day look like for you? Yeah, so um, in the morning we would just go out, wake up, get some breakfast. Um, We'd go down to the facility, stretch for a little bit, and then we'll head out to either – the one of the local fields that we usually go to or indoor if it was raining. 
mm-hmm. and we'll just you know start practicing you know either 40 um the shuttle uh five ten five you know all that stuff yep. and then after that we'll go have lunch and then um after lunch we would go and um get a lift in either mm-hmm. upper body lower body lift and then after that then we'll you know stretch cool down and then we'll go and uh either get some recovery any type of recovery sauna hot tub cold tub um and then yeah then after that i mean we'll have the day off but the rest of the day but um always try to get you know extra work in like whether that's getting on the field or maybe just like extra lift later so yeah it's kind of an all-day process and then (laughs) um there's sometimes during the week we'll have guest speakers um come through and talk to us um it was was actually funny um tom brady's um dad came to speak to us and kind of just told us about how um Tom Brady's career went and just any little advice that he can give us. So it was pretty cool to hear. It wasn't exactly Tom Brady, but his, his dad is pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's about as close a perspective as you can get without it being Tom. Right. So, I yeah. mean, that's, that's tremendous, man. And Tariq, I always see these and I love these transformation pictures that people put out sometimes of like what their body looked like before the training, what it looked like after the training. Have you seen similar gains or, or have you kind of just maintained? Cause I know obviously under coach Bayless, you know, you're, you're in a pretty good hands there, man. But how how is just the growth, I guess, from the training process been? Yeah, no, um, yeah, I've seen I've seen the gains, you know, because I've um, during the season you you lose a little bit of weight, but um, I was able to put that on really quick after um, once I started training. So yeah, I've just seen I've seen a little bit of you know the same gains that I'm used to and. Uh, it's just, you get to notice a difference like when you're running and just your form and technique and sure. you know how you run the um the shuttle drill like those little um details that I get to see just by working and working at it over time so and and I definitely want to hear a little bit about the pro day and just the rest of the process three but I, I really want to ask you about one player if you don't mind and that is a player that I think is the best tight end in the 2023 NFL draft bar none. Like that's Michael Mayer. You as a nickel, I know you're, you're, you probably saw him a little bit in practice, but again, you're it's ones versus ones. So I know that you guys are playing against scout team a lot. Like it's not always kind of the perfect world, mm-hmm. but what makes Michael so special? Just kind of seeing him in practice at times, maybe going one-on-one with him at times. Like what, what separates him? Um, I just think is the way he catches the ball, you know, if it's anywhere in this vicinity, like, He's gonna catch it. I mean, you don't, you hardly see him, you know, drop the ball, and and it's just his way. He he can he gets open, you know, like, and it's just hard. It's hard because he he's a good route runner. You know, he creates a lot of separation, and anywhere that the the ball's in his vicinity, you know, he's gonna catch it, and and he's a willing blocker, great blocker as well. So you know, he's he's a complete package and you know, whatever the NFL team gets him, you know, they're going to, they're going to like what he's, they see. So for sure, for sure. And of course, three coming back to me here in South Bend, Indiana, because tomorrow we're recording on a Thursday and tomorrow on Friday, Notre Dame has its pro day. Uh, Tariq, what's it, what's it like, man, just to get back on campus for a little bit, but more than anything, what are, what are just kind of your expectations for the pro day tomorrow? Um, 
it feels good to be back on campus, you know, seeing some of my old teammates, seeing the coaches, you know, it feels like I haven't left. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, pro day, I just, I want to compete, you know, at the highest level and, you know, show these, show everybody that, you know, I'm NFL ready and I, you know, can compete out there. So other than that, you know, I just going out there to have fun and um, do what I got to do. I love it, man. And what is there? Is there something that you want to really get across tomorrow? Whether it's from a testing perspective, at you as a person perspective, being around some scouts and obviously some, you know, higher ranking general managers. I'm sure will be there. You know, all, all the whole gamut will kind of be there tomorrow in South Bend. What, what's something that maybe you just kind of want to get across to them tomorrow? Um, I guess that just um. You know, I'm very I'm a coachable person, and um, you know I like to support my teammates. So you know, when we're all out there. I'm gonna be cheering them on. You know, when I'm not doing the work. So yeah, just that I'm a coachable person, and you know that I'm easygoing. You know, cool personality. Other than that, you know, I, I have the film, and I'm gonna you know just do what I gotta do. Love it, man. And we're only about five weeks away from the NFL draft, obviously kicking off. Uh, what are the next few weeks after the pro day look for you, Tariq? And just are there any early plans on where you'll be spending the, the draft days as far as with your family and all that great stuff? Yeah, I'll probably go back to California, train some more. And then, um, yeah, for draft, I'll probably be with my family in California. So, mm-hmm. And, and kind of like my last overarching question is, obviously, I know that this has probably been a dream for you for a long time to potentially play professional football. Whether you get drafted or sign as a, as a uh, priority free agent, whatever it ends up kind of being your fate here, just how much of a blessing is it for you to get that opportunity to play professional football, to, to I guess, take those dreams to the next level? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a blessing because, you know, I've been dreaming about this for a long time and, you know, just have everything right in front of me, you know, it, it's a blessing because not a lot of people, you know, have the opportunity to do something like this. So I just am not going to take it for granted, you know, and just make the most of it. Love it, man. Love it. Again, joined by Tariq Bracey, star defensive back out of the University of Notre Dame. Make sure to pop on his film this past season. Like I said, Ohio State, he played against North Carolina. He played against some great wide receivers and dominated pretty much the whole season. One of the most underrated players for Notre Dame's defense this past year as well. Tariq, I appreciate you for hopping on, man. Good luck at the pro day tomorrow. I'll be making sure to check in on the numbers, and hopefully I see some good stuff on the uh, on the, on the the uh, sheet there for you, man. But thank you so much for joining the show today. Really appreciate it. Right. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.